Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Mustard Seed. I'm Andrew. I'm Ryan. I'm Josh. Join us on our journey. different vibe today <laughs> right here we are at. let me start off with a, bro- a joke hit us in honor of uh what's tom brady's favorite wine giselle i can't beat the giant <laughs> <laughs> boom there's the helmet in honor of him retiring for the second time <laughs> that was pretty good is it, is it official now? Like, he's actually... We'll see. <laughs> exactly. Like, you could say it's official until the season starts. Yeah, exactly. He would, I think it's pretty much official. I think he would look pretty foolish if he came back again. Yeah. yeah until he has to start taking care yeah. of the kids. <laughs> he's like, wait a second. Well, what I found out is one of those, the three kids, one of one is just his, the oldest boy. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, until I, recently. I kind of forget that, because he, he was married first and then yeah. Giselle. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize that. Yeah. He's been, he's been, I mean, how long has it been? 23 years? 24, yeah. 24? Yeah. It's a long time. It's 45. I honestly think he could have kept playing. Yeah, he could have done one more year. It just stinks that he kind of got, like, handcuffed to this bad team, and he had a bad coach and all that. It was but. definitely a different year this year, for sure. We were just talking about it the other day when I was with my friends. We were talking about him potentially going on to the 49ers. Like, imagine if he was on the 49ers. Yeah. Like, what that team would be well, like. Well, I think the NFL is, uh, you know, it's all scripted. It's rigged. It makes no sense. 100%. That game with the first the Bengals was ridiculous. And it's what? Um, the state, what's it? Um, all state? No. The stadium. Oh, State Farm? State Farm, State Farm. And who's the spokesperson for State Farm? Patrick Mahomes. And where? And who's the star quarterback? Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. So, <laughs> and now, fishy. I, I I don't disagree. I I think the NFL, there no doubt. I mean, after watching the Chiefs Bengals, there were some penalties and some calls that were. I feel like that you could look at every NFL game and find something like that. And you got a nice script too, because now Andy Reid's playing his old team. His old team as yeah. the coach of the Chiefs. Now he's playing against the Eagles. So. Yeah, it's interesting. This was, I'm actually happy, right? Because I've wanted to like Patrick Mahomes. I have no issues with Patrick Mahomes. Other than the fact that he's always beat the teams that I've cheered for. So every time I'm always cheering against him. So I was like, I can't start cheering for him now because when I do cheer for him, he's going to lose. But now this is my perfect situation because there's no way I will ever cheer for the Eagles. Mm. So I'm all in on Mahomes and the Chiefs. Why you think? No, what you're saying is like the bad karma out there. Not that it exists in the world, but in I, our minds and sports people's minds, it does. Look at our sports stuff. Yeah, it exists it in our world where it's like, I'm a Mets fan and I think like I'm forever cursed. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm not superstitious, but I'm a little stitious. Yeah, a little stitious. A little bit. I'm not superstitious, but I'm I am a little stitious. 
<laughs> I've been changing since our last good podcast. I've been changing my underwear. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but um, <Whoa. laughs> that's that smell. But um, yeah, I see so what I you're saying. I got two candles going in here. <laughs> I see what you're saying. Where you can't uh, the Eagles. I just need them to lose. I don't want to see them lose. I think and they. Dave Portnoy, I I like him, right? Mm-hmm. But he just rubs me the. Ro- he's against all my teams lately, and he's like, he was on um. A show and he's talking about the Giants and he's just like saying how the Giants stink. They beat a bad team. They're they're not good. It's because he's upset because we beat his boy twice in the Super Bowl. That's <laughs> yeah. why he hates the Giants. The Giants are the only team to beat. Oh well, the Eagles beat. The, but uh, I'll say, what New York dropped the stinking ball by lighting the Empire State Building green for the Eagles. Yeah, that was oh, absurd. That. Disgusting. That was like, what the heck, man? And Disgusting. not only did they light it green for the Eagles, but they light it green for the Eagles after they beat the Giants. Like, yeah. come on. Why would you do that? Right <laughs> or no? Did they do no, that? Yeah. No, yeah. No, no, no. They did it this past weekend. Yeah, they yeah, did it this past after, weekend. So um, after that. When they but made still. it to the Super Bowl. But still, it's like a rivalry. Like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I... I Empire State Building soft. New York's lost its edge. I will say, as a sports town, I think we've lost our edge. Because one, the teams haven't been as competitive as they've been in the past, and I just don't feel this. Maybe it's still in the fans, but I don't know. I don't like appealing to the masses. I get it. There's a lot of people that live in New York that are not from New York, but we're in New York, baby. Yeah, I think it, I think it's a soft culture that is being created in this world, and that's part of it. They're like. Oh, let's uh, light it green for the Eagles. America, right? No. <laughs> this is New York. <laughs> Let them know. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hope it goes out of business. <laughs> the whole Empire State Building. Just Empire shut State it down. Building. Done. It's over. I want it removed from New York. <laughs> All right. That's it. Gone. Gone. Out, oh, just like uh, take it out of the skyline. Yeah. Disappear. It's out. It's gone. Boom. I've noticed, though. How large, like, so Brooklyn, so many buildings are popping up left and right, like skyscraper buildings, tall buildings. Like, from the distance now, the city skyline is massive. From just Brooklyn up to the Bronx, like, I guess the Bronx doesn't have too many tall buildings, but I don't know. I've just been doing a lot of driving past the city, and I've noticed how, like, just much it's expanded. You're going to um, Jersey. Yeah, Jersey. I'm in the city, I'm everywhere. Yeah, but I enjoy the city. I really do. I have like a... I haven't been in years. Yeah. Uh, years since everything happened. I Probably like 20... Probably before Logan. So 2018 was probably the last time I went. Wow. Yeah. I it, just I went a couple, uh, couple weeks ago. Three or four weeks ago, actually. Yeah. Isn't that... A, so I... Ronnie used to get this comment a few times. Because when she went to college in Rochester... And she would talk to people like, oh, I live on Long Island. Like, oh, so you're right near the city. And it's like, like, oh. like how often do you go to the city? And it's like, never. Yeah. Like, we really don't go to the city as close as we are. Yeah, no. Right? I think I've only gone since the five or six years I've been living on Long Island. I've only gone like twice, three times, maybe. Wow. Yeah. That's it. That's it, yeah. I was. I'm not a big city person, though, to be honest. I don't really like the energy of it, but mm. bumping the shoulders I, with people. I used to go every Christmas. Like me and yes. my friends and Jess, we would go every Christmas. And then at a certain point, it's like, how many times can I see the tree? <laughs> <laughs> how many times can I deal with everyone? How many times can well, Toys R Us RIP? How many times can I go to the giant Toys R Us or 
version record. I'm dating myself. All yeah, it's those, a lot those different places now. Are gone, those places man. are all gone. Uh, I do love the city. I, I miss enjoy those it. things. Don't you? I miss like I was thinking about this the other day. How sad it is that I can never bring my my son into a, um, a Toys R Us mm-hmm. because like now his toy store is Target. That's so true. It's like Oof. sad. Yeah, it's a lot different. Toys R Us. What an experience. Remember the shows back in the day where I always wanted to be on that, where the you run through with the shopping cart and load up your cart, <laughs> and you're always watching it like, stop grabbing the leg, move on, move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got 20 of the same things. I remember we'd always go after like a birthday when you would get some cash or something, and we would go and buy a video game, yep. and they had mm-hmm. like the, 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 the pieces of paper you would take off the wall, and you would take it to the guy in the front, mm, yeah. and he would go in the back and grab the game for you, you know? Yes. Yes, Man, great yeah, times. good memories. Yeah, it's gone now. Yeah, that's true. I never really like sat with that. Like that's gone. <laughs> Apparently, they're in Canada. Are they? Are yeah, they? and then they they made a comeback in the U.S. in Macy's, but I haven't gone to the new one, so no, it no, would never be the same. It. No, that yeah, exactly. We had so many good things growing up. Yeah, dude, it's a different world, you know. The really Warner is. Brothers store. I don't know if you guys remember that. I remember that. That used to be cool. Yes. They used to have a spaceship in the back that you could play in. Yeah. That was in the mall, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Disney store, is that still in the mall? That's in Target now. Well, that's the thing. Everything is kind of absorbing everything. Even the makeup stuffs and Ulta and Kohl's. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, exactly. It's not like you're, like, I guess Target's got everything, right? Like, Toys R Us was just all the toys. So there's nothing I would say comparable to Toys R Us anymore. The closest thing is probably Target. Yeah. Yeah. Target's probably the closest thing yeah, to Toys R Us that the Walmart, kids want. Yeah, yeah, Walmart. Walmart. And, yeah. and it's just that one. And they—they're yeah. so, you know, they stayed open the whole pandemic because they had food. So yes, that's right. They, so they were able to. They were able to. So they, you know, Did were well, able to level yeah. people out because <laughs> yeah. so many people when um, everything happened went back towards toys and pokemon made a huge upsurge huge cards cards trading cards selling cards all of that stuff yeah it's crazy that was one thing that is sad about the city and the interactions that i get um all the people that lost their businesses and their Mm. stores from covid that was a weird time selling uh selling drinks in the city during covid it was really unique COVID for us was we started the mustard seed. That's right. That's when the mustard seed really started to mount. It's true. Talking over Fortnite. Every see, there's always a positive out of something, right? There you go. That's it. Um, so today we wanted to dive into a little bit of talk about like anxiety and how to cope with it. And we've talked about this many times on the show. And it's um very it's I'm riddled in anxiety all the time. My wife is. It's just like something that a lot of people deal with and just like fight their own battles with. And um, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about um, uh, addiction. addiction. And oh, yeah, don't touch. Don't touch my mic. <laughs> no touching. No touching. <laughs> um, yeah, I got anxiety right there. Was my <laughs> mic cut out. But uh, one thing I thought was very interesting. That when I was like looking into this and talking, like thinking what to talk about, is in the scriptures, like it's a, it describes the devil as a lion, right? A lion? And a lion. And you would think like a lion is 
is this strong, like, strong, powerful beast, right? Mm-hmm. But the lion is so calculated with what it does. It waits. It waits. So picture this, like, you're in a pack. This is what the lion's doing. It's waiting. And then you want it attacks the weakest one. Of course, yeah. Because you when, fall back. Like a gazelle or an animal mm-hmm. that disappears or strays from the pack. So uh, just like comparing that, like thinking, reading about, oh, lion, like you think a different vibe when you hear of a lion. You think king of the jungle, this or that. But then I think of Aslan yeah, from King Aslan, of Narnia, yeah. right? King of Narnia, Chronicles of Narnia. But yeah, it was like very humbling to think about that. Just like how they work and they know not to attack the whole pack because they all be outnumbered. Mm-hmm. They know to go after the weakest. They know to attack when you fall back. When, and you can just compare it to yourself, like where you have those self doubts, and you're you're in this pack, and then you're falling back, and you're falling back, and that's and then what you're like, alone, and then the devil's jumping on you. Sure, that's what you're saying. Like anxieties and worries and things can cause, mm-hmm. like to kind of become alone or remove yourself yeah. from things. Yeah, there's strength in numbers. We definitely have talked about relationships a lot of times, and. There is for sure value to just being, having someone you can turn to and lean on and and build get built up from it. That um, they talk about anxiety in uh, in that one, Ryan. Yes, you know what's so funny? Whenever we record, <laughs> I always feel like my brain turns off a little bit <laughs> when like, I push. Yeah, because I just like. Like, I know how to say this, but I'm going to say it completely wrong. That's why I passed it to you, yeah, so I I'm know. not the one to say it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Philippians? Yeah, there you go. Philippians, Philippians. 4, Four, verses 6 through 7. So, yeah. Josh, Ooh. do you think you could look this up? We're yeah, going to do yeah. a... Uh, Our dad read of the day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll try to say it better than last time. <laughs> I still crack Wanna up sometimes. Want a drink? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a... Uh, what is it? It's Philippians 4. Yeah, 4. 6, six, six through, seven. through 7. Yep, verses 6 and 7. I really like this New York Giants helmet. Mm. Oh, yeah, this is going. Okay, so Philippians 4, 6 through 7. Mm-hmm. Yes. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Boom. Mm. That's good. Yeah, the peace that surpasses all understanding. So I like that a lot. The real peace and the true peace and calm and the yeah. opposite of anxiety comes from prayer. rest and yeah. prayer. Mm-hmm. And, and Prayer peace. and petition with thanksgiving. So, so that's like awesome. Gratitude. So- so petition, what would be a good way to describe petition, right? Prayer, obviously we're saying prayer, petition. Well, you're asking. Asking, asking okay. Asking of the Lord. And then thanks, obviously thanking, thanks. Yeah. Thanksgiving, yeah, thanksgiving. Thanks for the things we've had and what you've given us. Mm. So those are great steps. I love that. And you've been bringing up a lot of these throughout our different topics too, which is great. Like just a continuous reminder of like, this is what it means when it's like, oh, well, let God speak to you. It's like. It's all right there for us. You just got to look a little bit. And that's a, a nice little blueprint or outline on mm. how to deal with. Perfect mm-hmm. word, blueprint of like how to deal and go about anxiety and what you're going through. One thing I'll uh, let you in a little bit that I struggle with is um, 
caring or overthinking. That's one major thing I do. I overthink mm. about what people think about me mm. or if like I don't get an answer or from a text, we can tend to overthink. And that's one thing I'm like really trying to, uh, you know, give up, like put into the light, like Josh said um, a couple of weeks ago. And that's one thing too, is like, I think I have to like buy people to, you know, like me to, you know, want me around. And that's one major thing, my one of my flaws, mm. I feel like. And I was thinking about this too, is like Christians, Catholics, whatever, we may be leading a bunch of people towards Christ, but if we're not submitting to God, like we're turning our back to see how many people we're leading, we're going to fall off a cliff. Mm. Wow. <laughs> Andrew, that was, that was fantastic, man. Oh my gosh. That's so true. A hundred percent, man. Like we need him to be our backbone, our foundation, our spine, you know, like he's everything to support us and to help us through all these things. And, and without him, I mean, we can't lead, you know, we can't be that person that he, he, he wants us to be unless we are, are, you know, seeking relationship with him, unless we're honest with ourselves and honest with others. And man, that's, that's good. That's like hardcore. Fire it up, man. <laughs> I love it. Here we go. No, but that's so true, right? Because uh, I think many times we can catch ourselves concerned about, like you mentioned it a couple episodes ago. Um, like, why are you talking about the the stick in your friend's eye? You got mm. the log in your own eye, right? One of the Bible verses there. But it's similar in a sense of, yeah, like build that relationship, create that foundation, and, and have a relationship with Christ yourself as well. Because that relationship will strengthen the way you handle and work in the world. Um, that's so important. That's mm. great. That's really That's really powerful. And when it comes to worries of the world, right? We call it anxiety, just worries of the world, stresses of just the day-to-day -day lives, like how important it is to prayer, petition, and thanksgiving, you know, pray about things, start your day in prayer, like allow God to work through all the craziness and the messiness, because that's, I think, the name of the game. That's why I think Father Mike uh, Schmitz does so well when he talks about different things through Bible and Year and his homilies, like, we're all broken. The world mm. is broken. It's messy. But it, it's God's love that really allows us to work through the brokenness. Um, and that's the solution, I think, because at the end of the day, like, perfect is, is God, and that's heaven. Like, perfect is unattainable here. It's a matter of allowing God to work in the brokenness that allows you to just feel more at peace through things, you know? And, and trying to control the brokenness almost feels like a recipe for disaster and it's just mm. letting God do that work and just living in it and just having that positive outlook on things. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like we're co cooperating with him and with his grace and his love to, to achieve that here on earth. And yeah, like I love, I love this, this passage because like just looking at the three things, like the prayer petition and Thanksgiving, I mean, that's, that's everything. That's every aspect of the relationship, right? Like you look at prayer and it's like, you know, just relationship. It's, it's, it's knowing the Lord, talking to him and, you know, uh, accepting him into your life and seeking his, his, his will. And the petition is then therefore asking him, like, sure, you've, you've recognized him, you're establishing that relationship. And now it's like, I'm going to seek you. And I'm going to, I'm going to ask you for stuff. I'm going to ask for your help and assistance. And then finally, I'm going to, I'm going to thank you for all that you've given me, you know? And then, and then that right there, I mean, peace flows with that reality. So that's, 
that's the blueprint, you know. It's powerful. Yeah, I really like that a lot. And I like how it you can break it down simply in a way, you know, it's like one, two, three. Yeah. Here yeah. we go. Yeah. Like keep it that way. Um I was thinking about that a little bit this week, like talking about root of things, right? Like what is the simplest way? Like if you guys had to pick one way to be able to explain how to how to live your faith to someone, like what is it? Like is it a is it an image? Is it a a, a saying? Is it a Bible verse? Like, and I feel like a lot of it because I was trying to think like if I had to sum it all up, like, hey guys, this is what's gonna help you live your life stronger in faith with God, and I feel like it always comes back to the relationship, like. If you can have a relationship with Christ, that can open yourself up to his love for you. And then in turn, if you can feel his love, you can share that love with everyone. So like the love, I feel like is the key, but it's starting first with just like building that relationship with God. Because I feel like we can like there have been times in my faith life where I feel like I just would read, you know, like words on a page or I'd say a prayer and I'd go to church and I'd go home. But and just kind of going through the motions, but not allowing like the relationship to take place. And that sometimes is a hard thing to grasp. It's like, how do you have a relationship with something that you not you can't physically see? But there, there's there's feelings there. Like there's a real tangible relationship that God wants to have with you. And I feel like that is the starting point to just allowing Him to work in your life. And this Bible verse is like the exact mm-hmm. like definition of just like how to have that relationship and the way you outlined it josh it's like that's it and that can be the root of so much so with the what you were saying like when you start off young you don't understand it you're you're told you're supposed to love god the most and you know you're younger and you're like i love my mom more yeah you don't understand it and i think i mean some people it hits home a lot sooner but i think until your confirmation or until even later in life, say you get married and you have your first child, your first kid, I think then like all hits forward, even just being married and just going to mass every day and embracing yourself, throwing yourself into the mass, throwing yourself into the gospel, into the scripture, everything that is being said really can wake you up. And just like when you're younger, you don't really understand it. I'm sure there's people, I'm sure priests got it real soon or nuns or whatever. But uh, speaking from my experience, it took me a little longer. Like I still went to church, went through emotions. And then you really like wake up and just realize you feel that love. Once you feel Jesus's presence on you, it's just amazing. Oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, I mean it's it's the best thing. I mean that's the thing. It's peace. It's peace, unlike you know, it surpasses all understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, just like that that passage. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I feel like I'm thankful for the fact that, like, throughout my childhood, when it came to faith, like, the thing that commu- was communicated to me, I felt like often was Jesus loves you, and like I think that's a great way to start with like younger kids. It's like Jesus loves you, and that was so cool to me as a younger kid because I thought about it in the sense of like. I have this like supernatural power in a sense because I have God who is all powerful and all being above everything else who loves me. And it is like, I feel like I couldn't, like that just gave me this like kind of feeling of strength in a way. And like, obviously that evolves over time as you learn Mm -hmm. more and more. But in the simplest sense, it was like, 
I think that can be a powerful way of starting to teach faith to kids and to younger people. Like, Jesus loves you. And the, and as adults, too. Like, I think about goodwill hunting all the time. It's, like, mm. it's not your fault. Like, Jesus loves you. Like, that's a hard thing to grasp, but it's something that can be really life-changing. Yeah, and I feel like the, the, the moment that it clicks is, like, when Jesus loves you becomes, and therefore he died for you. Mm. you there know? you go. Yeah. And in that moment, when that sits in, it's like, oh... Like now this is mine. Like yeah. I understand, I grasp it. So therefore, I'm gonna I'm gonna take this, and now it's mine. You know? Yeah. Um, one thing as a, a child or when you're growing up, you can take as like you say your prayers at night, and I know this like hit different for me because then I I think I added it in. Um, a lot, none of my friends prayed, but like obviously we had sleepovers all the time, and then you guys would say your prayers with, I would say my prayers and then you guys would say your prayers. And I think, um, one thing was like, for, forgive me for my sins or something like you guys used to say in your prayers at night. And I remember I adopted that into my own prayers and it's just like kind of funny. Like I was like, Oh, I should throw that into mine. Like, yeah, just you like kind of yeah. picking things up. That's yeah. what is such a cool part about, again, that relationships of people mm-hmm. and yeah, it's true. I never really think about how our parents really did have a priority on our faith and our prayers and how important that was and how we didn't know it at the time, but it translates to mm-hmm. so much down the line, right? You're right. I forget about that sometimes. The thing about like even at our sleepovers, like you made sure our prayers. Pray. Yeah. We <laughs> do that with Logan and Logan like will say he... <laughs> For whatever reason, he, he, for whatever, I'm sorry, that sounded rude. He loves Ryan and Ronnie, and he always prays <laughs> yeah, for you for guys. Whatever yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever reason. <laughs> Come but on. He, he Still loves, can't figure it out. He loves Ryan and Ronnie and Elliot. <laughs> and, but then for everyone else, and I'll say Abby and Lily, and then for everyone else, he goes, all the other people. And everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> like, obviously, he says, like, Jonathan, like, my brother, like, all yeah, that. Yeah. But, like, for the Walsh for the Walsh side, he'll just say, Ryan, Ronnie, and Elliot. Abby, Lily, and all the other people. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> like what they pick up on. Well, that's why I think Elliot rips through everyone's names as much as he does. Because we say everyone's names in our prayers, too. So it's funny. Like I felt like that kind of clicked with him. But <laughs> that, the voice you just did for Logan was pretty funny because that was, sounded like him. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. It is cool. It's it just goes to show you how important or just like what sticks right and how like starting at this age is great like that's so good um since we're on the anxiety talk and you are in the new company and anything do you have anxiety before like going into a meeting or going to meet with a client like Mm. just like you got to take a deep breath and just like you going in and just like before you talk to someone you throw it up to god and you're before in your car before you go in I do that so often now more than ever. Yeah, I don't feel like I do get nervous anymore because I I definitely think I make it a priority to just kind of approach every day as in whatever you're showing me. Like, let's just have a relationship with people. So it's less of like I'm making a sales pitch, but more of like I'm trying to have a relationship with this person. And I've realized how how much more successful I am that way. Um, because they feel valued and I realize that 
because I used to think about my job, right? And I used to think, why am I doing this? Like, why am I selling beverages, right? And I used to kind of pray about that of like, I should be doing something more meaningful with my life. Like, how am I helping your plan, Lord? Like, how is this a part of the plan? And I realized like recently how many people I, I cross throughout my day and just how much value can come from trying to be more focused on each relationship and each conversation that I have with each person and how that can be a way of just bringing God into their life and not just, just by being kind and just trying to have a relationship. So by doing that more, I've realized that it's allowed me to have less of like a nervousness going into a meeting and more of a, this is just another place that God wants me to be right now in this moment. And just to try and work off of it that way. But I definitely say a lot of prayers before I do go into anything, especially when I'm walking through the city these days. Like I just put my headphones on and I just listen to some music or I'll listen to some prayers and then I'll go into different things. So yeah, that that's definitely something I try to do more. Yeah. Whenever I'm like in a stressful situation or if I'm nervous or something, I'll, I'll always say like, come Holy Spirit. And then I'll usually chalk up a Hail Mary just to kind of get through stuff. And I always find that whenever I do that, like it always ends up okay. You know, mm. I always, uh, I got my cross necklace and I always like, well, I did that. that too, and I yeah. Yeah, my cross yeah. necklace. Yeah. St. Joseph. Yeah. Um, Cause like even like interviews back in the day, like I used to, I would get so like nervous about it that I would like make myself sick. And mm. it's just like, it's ugh, not a good feeling. No, it's not like a good put feeling. It, put it where that's where the devil takes over. Where All you're the like, doubts in your yeah. brain, right? Because you let it's like um, picture this: you're at the bar and there's one someone rowdy, and Jesus is coming over and he picks up the rowdy. You're sitting there and the rowdy person is trying to get you to do something. He p- Jesus just picks up that person, throws him out that spinning door, and when he turns around, you still have those doubts. He's back at the bar again, and Jesus got to grab him again and throw him back out. <laughs> I got you. You're oh, great. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I like that. No, uh, yeah, that's that's yeah, that's what it is. Until you're able to... He's the bouncer. Until you're able to stand up and be like no and time to leave yeah and then ask for his help you know the bouncer to come yeah. and uh, take care of this guy you know mm. there you go that's cool yeah yeah there, huh. you. there you go great chat fellas this was this is great i know it's making me think a lot it's really cool yeah, I, I enjoy that and i i don't necessarily consider myself like an anxious person like i i feel like i do just try my best to go with the flow like i can't ever say that like I get stressed about things and I but there are definitely doubts right and like times of just uncertainty and thoughts of like am I on the right path like am I doing what I should be doing and I think that's very common for people of just all sorts of sizes right so there's just there's strength in prayer and there's strength in that relationship that you can have with God and the peace that you can get from that relationship is like just yeah, yeah, transcends definitely. everything. I kind of I I agree with you there, Ryan. I, I'm someone who doesn't normally get too stressed about things, but I tend to with my kids and with like familial things. Like I, is where like the stress and kind of anxiety flows in, like worrying about providing for them, taking care of them, or just dealing with like the kids when they're when they're having a rough day or whatever it may be. 
And, and yeah, I always find that like whenever I'm, you know, um, connected to the Lord, when I'm with them, when I'm really seeking his graces and will and good, and good things, then, then everything tends to be much better and, you know, pull through faster and with more peace and, and all that. So, mm. yeah. I think I struggle. That's a kind of maybe, like, I think I struggle with the point of like turning it off. Like, cause I can be thinking about work all the time, even though I'm not like stressing about it or anxious about it. It's just like constantly like thinking about it or different things that I might need to do and how like when I'm a little bit more centered throughout my day in prayer and taking care of the things that I need to take care of, like in the moment versus like pushing it off a little bit when my day is done, like my day is done and I can be home and present with Mm -hmm. the family. Um, And that's important too. So it's like, yeah, there. I guess anxiety can really, and just anxiousness and worrisome can be really like defined in different ways too. But at the end of the day, like that solution, I think it's that prayer, petition, and thankfulness that creates just peace. And peace is what's important. Peace allows you to be present and to give your your best effort in each moment, and then be able to just move to the next when it's time. You know, and that's a hard thing to do in a world that is as busy and on to the next is this that's so. one thing the world is very busy yeah that's for sure <laughs> right yeah. i felt it today when i came home after work and i was like wait the world it's not done yet you know what i mean like i finished work and i'm like yeah and i feel like it's like, it's like busyness but it's like distraction almost mm-hmm. like it's like busyness for what <laughs> you know that, what i mean <laughs> i like that point right there because yeah. that's one thing i think that is happening that uh, going back to submitting to god um the devil is enjoying everyone being too busy and we're keeping our eyes off of god and we're not like directing we're trying to direct people to god but then we're not directing ourselves to god because sure. we're busy ourselves and we might be it's looking just for like, just like a yeah. quick fix versus yeah, a that's real one, fix yeah 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 well then that's a whole topic we can we can hit up another day but man it's, it's tough so, it's so true Right? I feel like now more than ever, as, as available as things are to us, it's also easier to push them aside, right? As available as our faith is to us now more mm. than ever between the podcast, the, the prayers that we could now pull up on our phone and just be present. It's still, there's so much more that's available outside of that too that makes it even harder to pick prayer and, and God and time to just reset. So Before we uh, go into the draft, I wanted to ask you, like, you ever have those feelings where it's like you come home from work or you you have a long day where you're just like doing everything around the house you're cooking you're cleaning and it just never ends and it's just like next thing you know it's seven o'clock at night and you got to get the and then you think back on your day and it's like did i do enough for my children was i there for my children did i uh-huh. listen to my children those those struggles in your own self too or also the devil like hopping in on the like we said with the bouncer and the it's just so many things like with fatherhood that can just like you're doing your you're doing the best you can and you're trying to bring them to the lord and sometimes you stub your toe before you can walk you know yeah yeah i feel like it kind of works both ways too in that sense of like 
the Holy Spirit can come to convict you, right? So like when you're when you feel like you didn't do enough or whatever it is, it's like well, can, well maybe the Lord's calling you to push to put more effort in in a certain scenario, taking care of the kids, cleaning the house, you know, doing dinner, whatever it is. Um, but then in the same token, it's like when when it becomes accusatory, when it's like well no, so therefore you're bad dad you're a bad mm-hmm. husband you're a bad whatever then it's like satan comes in and kind of sees that like the 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 chance that you can grow in your in, in your faith and in the opportunity to be a better person it's like he, he can kind of creep into that that insecurity that brokenness and be like well no so therefore you are this you are bad and then that's when that brokenness comes in and it's like those that's satan like working through you know you know what popped into my head with that is uh thing one and thing two being the <laughs> devil it's like you think like, oh, okay, I can I can fix this stuff, and then like the devil pops in, like, no, you are bad, and he's smashing glasses uh, and destroying your house even more. I don't know why I think. No, yeah, yeah, that's pretty good too. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's <laughs> but good that's analogy. where there's like there's value though in reflecting on the day mm-hmm. and being able to say, okay, where did I do? Like, how can I do this a little bit better tomorrow? But like to that point too, it's like, but don't let don't beat yourself up over it. It's like. I can just do better the next day. Yeah, yeah. The examination of conscience that we should do daily is like, you know, did where did I fall short? But it's okay. Divine mercy. Let's move on. Do better tomorrow. Exactly. You know? Prayer, petition, Thanksgiving. Prayer, let's petition, go. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Boom. Boom. <laughs> but that's it, man. And you're right too, Andrew. Like you hit it on the head as well. Like yeah. fatherhood is Oh man. So much, right? You can think about constant. I need to provide for my family, therefore I need to make sure I'm doing well in my work. But then it's like, wait a second, I need to provide for my family and be with my family. You know, how do I balance that? And then it's like, I still also have my friends and my extended family. Like, how do I balance that? You know, so it can be simple and easy to kind of beat yourself up over things. But I think that having an a a capacity to look back and just be a little bit more aware of like, wait, where am I called to? God, tell me, show me where I'm called to. Like, show me where I might be doing something a little bit less than I should be, right? And, and allowing him to just like work through that and letting it be a slow process mm-hmm. because it's not all just going to change like in a day. Like, it's good to identify like, I, I really do enjoy looking back and being able to say, okay, what did I do wrong today? Or where can I be better? But allowing that to just offering it up to God and say, where, where can you work better in my life? Or where can I allow you to work in my life? I think that maybe is where the strength can come from. Um, but yeah, definitely responsibilities as a father, but that's it, man. Think about like our relationship with God, like God is our father, right? So like for us as fathers, it's important for us to reflect God to our kids in a way as well. So yeah, powerful, hundred percent. Because we're we're meant to image the father to our kids, you know. And um, so I mean, that's it's a big responsibility. But the only way we can do that is if we ourselves are imaging the father, you know. If we we are you know sipping from that font, you know, mm. making making that happen through the sacraments, through the prayer, petition, Thanksgiving, yep. you know. Yeah, awesome. It's everything. Heard. So if I I would say this, just if 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 you're out there and you're a listener and you're you're really gripped with anxiety. Um, and it's something that is, you know, it's uh, not like a diagnosable thing. Um, I would I would encourage you to, to to look into your life and see where, you know, where Satan is coming in. Maybe you got some distractions. Maybe you're busy, and um, you know, consider maybe cutting some stuff out, seeking the Lord in the midst of all this, and turn to Him, seeking the sacraments, 
and um, you know, sit from that font and take yeah. and take from that scripture. Love it. Yep. Get that bouncer in there. <laughs> yeah. Let them clear things out a little bit. Simplify it. Before we end too, how many times every time we read Thanksgiving you thought of Thanksgiving turkey? <laughs> Every time, <laughs> Josh was thinking about stuffing. Stuffing, yes. <laughs> Is that the draft today? Different types of stuffing, <laughs> sides of Thanksgiving, cornbread. I think we're doing uh, top. zoo animals. Zoo animals. Zoo animals. All right, baby. I started off. I'm hey. gonna I'm gonna take a gorilla, like my man Harambe. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say we need an explanation for every animal that you pick. So Harambe. Wrongfully killed. R.I.P. <laughs> right. He thought he was doing a good deed, helping that boy out of the, the creek. I'm not going to lie. Mm, I shot. As bad as it is, I, I laugh at that video so much. <laughs> <laughs> the way he just kind of drags the kid around like he's just having fun. Like I feel bad. It's terrible, but it's like he wasn't doing anything wrong. He didn't know better. Yeah, yeah. Poor Harambe. Some, some gorilla, you know? It's just a gorilla being a gorilla, right? Yeah. <sighs> Man, how many years has it been? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> seven years too long. And it's like seven years, 46 days, yeah. 45 hours. It happened like, on <laughs> May, uh, on <laughs> Memorial Day. Wow. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Love it. Oh, gone too soon. All right, well, is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah. All right, next. I'm going to take a line. Ryan the Lion. I love lions. There you That's go. my first... Uh, this was the first time I ever heard the lion being associated with the devil. That was uh, a new image for me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's funny because both God and Satan are both referenced as being lions in, yeah. in Scripture. Yeah, so prowling, prowling like a lion is mm-hmm. like, you know, to get after a kill is like the Satan image. Uh, I'm going to go with penguins because I, I, I love penguins. It's been like my dream to like have a penguin just like follow me around. <laughs> what? <That's, laughs> did, have you ever played club penguin? <laughs> no, no, no. But uh, yeah, I don't know why. It was always like a dream of mine to like, I want a penguin to just like follow me in places. Like, I think that'd be so cool. I met a penguin named Pam once. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <Pat is there. laughs> have you seen March of the Penguins? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Love it. I remember. What movie did we see? I think w- as a family, we went to see Harry Potter, and I think Jonathan, James, and Rebecca went to so go Happy see... Feet. Happy Feet? Was it Happy Feet? Maybe. <laughs> I thought it was March of the Penguins. Oh, jeez. Something penguin-y. I yeah, like I thought it was March of the, the Penguins. Time, like yeah. a similar time. Like, I think Happy Grandma feet. took them to March of the Penguins, and, like, we all met up, and they were like, why did we have to go see March of the Penguins? Like, why couldn't we see it? We're like, it was PG-13, guys. Sorry. Because of Rebecca. <laughs> I just have to do another one, right? Yeah, you get to. So I'm going to do, like, sh- can I just say, like, sharks? Yes. Because I love sharks, man. That's a great one. Yeah. Big fan of sharks. Yeah, penguins and sharks. Back to me or back to Andrew? Back to me, right? Back to you, yeah. Um, I'm going to do lemurs. Oh, nice. I uh, always used to like... Uh, Zabumafu? Exactly. There it is. Because I was about to say the Pratt Brothers, but Zabumafu. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. lemurs are so cool. Yeah. They just like jump around. They got really long tails with the rings. Yeah. Really cool. They're pretty cool. I'm going to take pandas. Mm. Nice. like pandas. And then my last one, I'm going to take elephants. Oh, I knew you were oh, going to take elephants. There you go. Yeah, elephants are a great one. Made for life. I'm going to go... I'm going to go rhinoceros. Mmm, brownie. I love <laughs> rhinoceros. <laughs> I'm married to one. 
I'm going to clip that. Go, go, yeah, I'm going to go, go back to the, the first episode we did. Yeah, go back to the first episode and you'll understand. <laughs> I'll clip it. Uh, the, the David and Goliath one. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's right. Episode one. Mm. So for my final, I'll do... Um, oh, gosh. I just had one. I like, I like monkeys. You know? It's like a good monkey. Chimpanzee. <laughs> <Just a> good <laughs> monkey. I like a good You're going monkey. chimpanzee, uh, Louie from uh, Lion King. The Boons. I'm not uh, Lion King, Jungle Book. No, I like, like the like the spider monkeys. Spider like monkeys. Ooh. Uh, pretty cool. Dude, no. I was going to ask, do they have flying squirrel exhibits at Zeus? Probably not, right? I probably do. I... I have to say, I, I went to the one in San Diego, and that was really great. I did the San Diego Zoo once. I feel I, like I that, think they had flying. Do they? I feel like that's like a really big zoo, yeah, like yeah. one of the biggest in the oh, country. Man. Yeah, we, cool. Claire and I, we did it during our honeymoon, and we took a whole day, and it was great. That's cool. I haven't been to the zoo in a long time. I can't even tell you the last time I was at the zoo. Mm-hmm. Last I, time I think I went to the zoo is when I visited James in um, DC. That's right. And, his um, house, his house was the, his house was the his zoo. dorm. Whatever. <laughs> he actually messed in the city. I didn't even go towards the campus, but um, oh, that, we that, went that. to the gorilla exhibit, and I don't know where Jess. Jess was back, but me and James were like watching this monkey, the gorilla, and then all of a sudden he sees us. And he storms at us and throws his bathtub at us. Whoa. <laughs> it's the glass. <laughs> he was tired of it. He's like, you guys have been staring at me all day. <laughs> I've had it. Yeah, I can't take it he anymore. pounded his chest. <laughs> Gorillas are crazy. Oh, that's the last time we went to the zoo. When we were in Disney. That was your last time? Right? Animal Kingdom, mm. sort of the zoo. We went through I've been to exhibits. the uh, ecology site zoo a bunch with Logan. Mm. Um, but they don't, you know, they got like llamas and they got a fox and a, a wolf there and one bear is left have you guys ever been to the the riverhead the aquarium yeah yes i feel like it's because it's like a little zoo-ish because yeah. there's a lot more than there's just a fish, you yeah know? japanese snow monkey yeah they have like the monkeys and, and reptiles, reptiles and, yeah reptiles. they got penguins there mm-hmm. yeah. that's yeah. where i met pam the penguin my oh. friend uh, george and carrie got married there and um one of the things when you get married there you can either take a picture with a penguin or take a picture with a sea lion they picked the penguin <laughs> nice. and then we all pet pam and she was so silky smooth that's totally me i would, I would totally do that we, i was going to <laughs> we, we took the kids there for their their first uh the twins for their first birthday and i was going to do that like the whole penguin thing but then like something happened like it didn't happen, didn't work out but oh. that's what? totally me i would totally be in there i love penguins <laughs> Well, we just learned something new. Josh loves <laughs> I think that's so funny that you can sign up or you can be like, yeah, we're going to get married here. And they're like, okay, here's the package. And now, would you like to take a picture with the sea lion or the penguin? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> penguin, please. <laughs> Pam, Pam the penguin. Pam the penguin. Play on words. That's great. Very right. good. Awesome. We appreciate you guys. Keep like, commenting, and subscribing. Um, thank you for commenting. We appreciate it. Uh, it's great. Your speech, all your comments. Yeah, yeah. keep it going. Yeah, we yeah. really appreciate the engagement. And, mm-hmm. yeah, and let uh, us know what you think. Yeah, maybe we will do another '90s toys. I saw the. I think we got two people say, "Do this again." Oh man, that yeah. what exactly what Josh wants. He's like, bring more stuff into the garage. <laughs> <laughs> just fill it up. You know, that's like, <laughs> Josh is gonna have a dumpster like right there after every episode. He's just, just gonna to, throw yeah. everything in. Yeah. <laughs> I got enough of this clutter. (laughs) 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 Oh my god.
We still have uh, Aslan. Aslan yeah, you gotta show that stuff. We have one survivor. From, one survivor from the uh, thing. I think yeah. the kids have a couple inside. Yeah, I did throw all of them. There's a couple survivors, but Aslan, Aslan's the main one. And, oh, he opens his mouth. Yeah, he opens his mouth. This is God, not the devil. That's it. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah, we appreciate it all. Stay rooted in Christ. Uh, keep like, comment, subscribing, and uh, yeah, appreciate y'all. Peace. Peace.